All right, we're here on location today, changing the scenery a little bit for good reason. Uh, a follow-up. This is a 2.0. This is the Vital Wire. All right, so if there is a little echo in this podcast, you're just going to have to forgive us because what we're about to talk about today is just, it's not even been a long time coming. It's been a very short period of time. This has happened very quickly, but we're going to be bringing some perspective, some exciting news, some uh, stories, and really what we're launching together uh, as Stephen is now open here at Bebus Sports Performance. That's our backdrop today. So we brought all of the, the goods, the production to <laughs> you. Uh, we also, I want to point out, we have somebody in front of the camera today, not behind it. <laughs> Cheney is with us today uh, on this side of the camera. There's reason for that as well. Aaron and I are loving every bit of that. So... Uh, today, just super excited. We are six or seven months removed from our first podcast that we've done. Beba Sports Performance is now open here on Merrimack Bottom Road. How have the first five, six, seven months been? Yeah, they have been really, really well. Like We have been able to establish a lot of relationships with local clubs mm -hmm. and also local high schools which is really good because, you know, our main focus is starting to teach younger athletes proper body mechanics, proper strength training. So we want to start them young, develop good relationships so that, you know, at their age they're at right now, we'll see them throughout many, many mm -hmm. years to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, even here this morning, I mean, there's yeah. seventh graders, there's eighth graders in here, uh, and it's only happening younger. I mean, club right. soccer, club volleyball, like baseball. Like we've, We take care of clients like Kate is like, what, eight, nine years old, and they're yeah. winning every – like. Even when you grew up, like I was 20-some years ago. You guys are in between that. Uh, but it's like the development of these kids, but yet the resources that aren't, they're available, but not very, very accessible. There's yeah. not enough for these student-athletes with how they're developing. It's like you see a 12-year-old, and they look like they're 22, and then they're training and playing like I was in the elite days at 12. It's right. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's super cool you've had such a great response. Uh, you've obviously been uh, a good you know, name in the area. I mean, your brother went to Vianney, you went to Vianney, Erica went to Notre Dame, you were all athletes in your own right. Um, Erica being more on the artistic athlete side as a dancer and very well um, respected in that. But to see you start to bring this and see the response that you've had in the first six months or so has been super, super cool. Um, and really that was part of our mission too. I mean, full disclosure, yes, you are my brother-in-law, which is super cool. So I'm super proud of what you've done. But to be able to collaborate, I mean, even that aside, to see what you're doing and the intentionality of even the equipment that you have in mm -hmm. here. The equipment you don't have in here is almost, you know, even more important because of the clientele you see. Yeah. So your whole mission behind, you know, what you're doing is really something that we can get on board with as well. For sure. Which yeah. is why we've talked about, you know, the things that we've created in our office mm -hmm. with the Ultimate Sports Physical with doing a dinner that we're going to talk about here and you and Amanda are going to be in on this. Uh, you having a, more of a, a dinner and open house of your own that I'll let you speak on, mm -hmm. uh, but to see how this is starting to open up, uh, 
I just really love to see how fast it's happening. Mm -hmm. What's been the most exciting part? Uh, honestly, just, you know, seeing some of the people that have started, like, let's say, like, first month that we opened, mm -hmm. and they're still here, and the progressions that they have made mm -hmm. are just drastic. Mm -hmm. You have That's some awesome. people coming in, and their form, and their technique, and just, they, they look, like, funky when they're moving, just even walking, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to see that kind of just, like, start to shift, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. tell, so, tell us, you told me when we were on vacation, and I'm going to bring this up, Tell us about the hockey player. You don't have to say names, yep. but tell us about the hockey player. Give us his age and kind of what he's seen, but also what his parents have seen and kind of where he's headed now. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, basically a month into opening, um, I started training a hockey player. He's 11 years old. This kid, when I say, like, he's an awesome, awesome kid. Yeah. He brings enthusiasm. He wants to learn. He wants to be the best. And that's the best part about it, too. It's like when somebody's asking you questions, he's like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And I'm explaining mm -hmm. to him, it's like, this kid's going to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's going to be way ahead of everybody else. He already plays at an extremely high level. He's been coming here for three months now, and he has gained eight pounds. He is lifting heavier than he ever has mm -hmm. with good intensity, never, never a struggle in his weightlifting. And like I said, his progressions have been unbelievable in terms of making his joints stronger, making his muscles stronger, and just overall function has been fantastic improvement, like fantastically improved. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, because from our perspective, from yeah. my perspective, and even, I can't really loop you into my perspective, <laughs> it's similar, but yeah. from your perspective, from the AT side, from dance world and seeing a lot of other athletes, mm -hmm. I mean, to hear that is kind of music to our ears. Yeah. And then for those of you that don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a little bit of Cheney's background is... When we say we take care of high elite level athletes and that's our goal, that's who we have. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't work for Vital Performance now who hasn't been an elite level athlete. Uh, she was a D1 soccer player at CU Boulder and then transferred to DU, to Denver University. Uh, the, the things that she has done in her career before college, like this is one of the people and why I wanted to bring her in front of the camera this time because even what Steve just said, Cheney can start to tie into a little bit of her story. Uh, I'll kind of let her take it where she wants to go and pull out some things. But with what we've created in our office, with what he's doing here, it's, it's really like how much of this is accessible even like where you're from. Like do you see, have you seen a lot of this? Did you have a lot of this? And if you did, like how much access is there to it? Yeah, um, I'd say I had more access to this obviously when I got into college. But before college, you know, there may have been some access to it, but the knowledge wasn't there to do it. So you talked a lot about function, and that's something that I'm super passionate about. And even with, I have four younger siblings that I always told my parents, let's get them into the gym early. Let's learn how to properly lift, because that's exactly what happened. As soon as I went to see you, I didn't know what I was doing, and they threw weight on me, and I ended up hurting my back pretty terribly and having back surgery at 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that changes your whole perspective of what you should have been doing before you went to college and the preparation and the function behind it. Mm -hmm. So I would say, no, there's not a lot of access to it. And I think that's a big reason why you're doing what you're doing and we're doing what we're doing is the education piece on what they need to be properly equipped with before even going into the gym. And Aaron and I have talked about this too, yeah. and you guys, we, we can all agree on this. It's one thing just to have Rogue all over everything and have mm -hmm. cool stuff in the gym and like, yeah, I spent like 200 grand on a gym and I've got all the stuff in here. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's one thing. And that's cool. Like maybe you need it all. And I think it's all very usable if done 
right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if they're ready for it. Yes. Because just like in what I do, like sometimes the most important thing to realize and the smartest thing you can do is know when to not mm -hmm. adjust. And sometimes that's the hardest part because with what we do, it's like, man, we want to, with what our professions do, we want to help people. Like in my profession, we want to help them, adjust them, get them to take care of the structure. And it's like, just adjust, adjust, adjust. It's like some of the times the hardest but smartest thing to do is when not to adjust. Also, in this field, as we take a reminder, we've all been elite level athletes. Re knowing what to do and knowing if you can do it properly is two totally different things. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can squat. Can you do it properly? Are you equipped? Do you, it's, it's not bad. And a lot of, if, if any athletes and, and parents of student athletes, when you listen to this, like, don't say, oh, you're just not ready. You're not old enough. It's like, I don't care if you're eight, if you have proper mechanics, you just weight them accordingly to have them lift properly. So it, just because gyms have all the stuff and you can go in there and rack some weight and pull some cables, like, that's cool. But with what you're doing here and having your, literally your eyes on them purposefully, your eyes aren't on the scale. Your eyes aren't on the amount of weight that's on the rack. Your eyes are on them mm -hmm. in the same thing that we're doing and that we've started to talk about to bring together, which is yeah. the importance of the ultimate sports physical that we're bringing to the table. Yeah. It's like how many of these athletes now, just in this area, are going to be better for it? I mean, that's super, super important. Um, I mean, kind of go through real quick kind of your – your mindset through your workouts. You were telling me earlier, there's like, you've got the flywheels, you've got why. You're, you've talked about, I'll just kind of lead into this, you've got, you've got the flywheel squats, you've got, you're gonna start putting them on the weight racks and everything like that. What's the importance of that? Yeah, so, you know, one thing I see a lot, especially in younger athletes when they come in here, you know, they wanna work fast, you know, they wanna throw up as much weight as possible, right? Mm -hmm. But like I always said, form and function over anything, mm -hmm. okay? You gotta be able, we, we wanna lift heavy, we want to lift heavy. We all do. Yeah. We have to lift with intensity. And like I said, form and function has to be top of our priority for injury purposes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So fly little train, what it allows us to do, essentially, it keeps the time under tension. Time under tension throughout your muscles, throughout your mm -hmm. joints is what's going to help you grow. Yeah. Right? Eccentric overload is when the muscle's lengthening. And then the concentric part, obviously, that's, that's the most forceful motion. Yeah. The thing that athletes have to start to understand is... You don't have to be whipping through workouts in 25 minutes, right? We want to get the most work done and do a proper form. And like I said, take our time and do the right motion and get the proper range of motion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of alluding to kind of how, what you guys were talking about as well in terms of function. You know, something I always do with all my athletes, regardless if they're a top-level athlete right away. Some guys, like I know, like college kids they've, they've been lifting like this because like you said when you get to college they're throwing weight on you right yeah, yeah. like right if you're away. not ready you're not ready big fast strong yeah yeah that's <laughs> how it is but for people that are just starting here i always start them on like a base program so i like to make sure that, that mm -hmm. you know are their knees caving in i'm not moving them anywhere else until their knees aren't caving in anymore Love right that. right posture is their back straight you know are they bending their back when they're doing things are they lifting up are they pushing off of their leg with their arms you know, little things like that you can mm -hmm. see. And then also what I like to, you know, what I see a lot in too, especially young athletes again, yeah. is the lack of motion in their ankles. Yeah. And then all of a sudden what happens is, all of a sudden they go like this. Yeah. They're going forward, right? Yep. Yep. They don't let that pressure sink into their heels properly like you're supposed to when you lift. So, like I said, we started a base program, and then from there we progress based on what I'm seeing from you. Mm -hmm. 
here's, here's, while we're on that, I'm just going to offer this to you now. I'm going to put you on the spot. You can tell me no and kick rocks, but I don't think you're going to. <laughs> so let me just offer this to you if you want us to bring this here. So I've mentioned the Ultimate Sports Physical a couple different times. Everything that you're talking about and that we've talked about, even off camera, um, totally aligns with this. Would you be opposed to us offering to do the Ultimate Sports Physical here no. for your athletes? Absolutely. I think it would be perfect. It would be perfect mm -hmm. because then, you know, the biggest and most important thing, too, is when I have parents ask me, you know, hey, you know, what's, what's he really need to work on? You know, some things I'll say is, like, I'll even tell them, like, can you go to the store and get this piece of equipment to be working on it at home when you're not here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, can you just get, can you get some bands? Yep. Right? Can you stretch out those hips, get those hips nice and strong? Can you get the muscles activated properly? You know, but maybe if they see, you know, a little bit more into detail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you There's know, literally this, data this is, for it. Yeah, exactly. This is what's wrong. It would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. So hit them with the data, like, I mean, with yeah. what's in the sports physical, like, lead into, because you're talking about, you know, the ankle mobility, which is dorsiflexion, mm -hmm. right. um, tibial inclination, which you were talking to one of them over here. Yeah. So go into, like, why, how we're going to bring that. Yeah, so, like, with the part of the physical is the AMI that I run them through. So when you're talking about the knee caving in, like, there's sensors on, there's one on their shin on each side, and then one on low back and then mid back. So the knee caving in, it measures degrees for each movement that we put them through and it gives them, like you can move varus and valgus way in seven degrees each motion. If they go over that, it will tell me. Mm -hmm. And for each rep that they do, it tracks it and then gives me an average. And then also there's video playback. So even if you're like, okay, well, I, I kind of think they might have, but they're kind of on the cusp. Like if it's a seven degree average, then I'm still going to say that like my judgment that I'm not going to progress them any forward. Right. And then the other piece of data that happens in this too, which you've said all the time is like being smooth through the motion, yep. the concentric and eccentric. It's also measure, measures the acceleration yeah. at which it happens. Yep. So, so how fast they're going into that motion yep. too. Everybody loves physics. It was yeah. Cheney's favorite topic in college was physics. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Amanda will say the same. <laughs> this is why yeah. Amanda and I get along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but force equals mass times acceleration super easy. Yeah. To measure force, you take the mass that's involved in the acceleration moment, multiply those together, it equals force. So now, but this measures how fast is yep. that happening too. Yep. So for everybody, as we start, as we're continuing to collaborate more, like the biggest point that I was getting across with an AT we talked about yesterday is all of us want to be a resource from whatever perspective we're at, but I think we're very much forging something here yeah. that parents want, they don't know they want, that they're gonna figure out they want, that student mm -hmm. athletes, I'm not even gonna say want, need. We have got to start taking better care of our student athletes and to be able to measure these things and get them to do this properly, it's gonna make a world of difference so you don't end up, and I've got, my, I've got a similar story to Cheney's, but you don't end up a D1 athlete, bigger, faster, stronger, and you end up with surgery at 19 years old. I mean, I just, it just astounds me that maybe they, this evaluation, I don't know what you went through. I, I, I kind of surpassed the, the, the college phase and, and went and did my thing right out of high school a little bit, but I don't know even what they're putting, and I'm not calling out schools, so don't hear what I'm not saying. I just mm -hmm. know by and large, and you've got a lot of friends that, you know, some on, on the U.S. soccer team now, and yeah. it's like, and a lot of friends across the country that have gone to, you know, whether it's, I mean, your sister's at Oral Roberts now, and, and you've had friends all across the country. It's like, what is the entry? Yeah. What is the portal of entry as an athlete? I was actually going to, like, touch on that just because I'm sure you can attest to what the physical looks like, because, I mean, you do have to get a physical, like, as mm -hmm. soon as you get there to be cleared for activity, basically. Okay. Um, I know I got my eyesight checked. I know I got a small concussion yep. protocol. Mm -hmm. um, but really, other than that, 
that's it. Yeah. So. And it's like you're, for one, I mean, gratefully paying us to play for you. Mm-hmm. Like you want to, us to be prepared going into season, and that's why there is a preseason and. You do try to prevent all these injuries, but it's amazing to me. And I can't speak for every school, obviously, mm-hmm. but I know for both the schools I went to, you know, we didn't do anything like the AMI, mm-hmm. which could have been huge for not only me, but other athletes that were having ACL injuries and all these huge injuries that take you out for the season. Hip I'm, labrum injuries. Yeah. I'm like, could that possibly be avoided if we were to incorporate some of the pure athlete yeah. and the AMI and the yeah. ultimate sports physical into all these preseason protocols before all these athletes are jumping into their taxing seasons. Right. So in like, in, and let me just clear up another, like I'll be as, I'll be as edgy and as bold as <laughs> I really want to be. I don't really don't care, but here's, so don't hear what I'm not saying. Here's exactly what I'm saying is really our goal here and me and Aaron have talked about this, me and Cheney have talked about this, the core of us, bringing you in as a part of this as well, we're all going to agree, but the mission has always been not to call people out and tell people or schools or trainers or uh, you know strength coaches, we're not here to tell you you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not it at all. Our intensity comes from the heart and mission to serve the student athletes better. The second, the, the second maybe most important mission is also going to be how can we help you, CU? How can we help you, SIUE? How can we help you, TCU? How can we help you, Rush, Mm -hmm. Sporting, you know, Mm -hmm. Gators? Like, how can we help you take better care of your student-athletes? So, one, you bring more championships because all of your players are up there and available. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, screw the competition, screw the scoreboard. Let's take care of the student-athletes better. Let us help you because we have a background where we know what goes on yeah. we're not telling you you're doing it wrong we're we want to be a resource to help you do it better fly us out there there's already talks of us going to north carolina to be able to start to do these ultimate sports physicals and start to bring this to another part of the country that's just one i've got friends that practice all across the country cheney and chase have friends that practice or that practice in the healthcare field and in elite level athletes all across really the middle part of the country, Colorado area, and, and really countrywide now. Erin's yeah. um, got, I mean, her, her niche would be dance. I mean, she mm-hmm. loves all sports. Don't think she's just like <laughs> dance, like that's it. She's gonna, But we have people all over the country. You have friends now that we all know that you played soccer with that are in Chicago that play here. It's like we're going to be a resource for everybody. So if you have questions, like ask, reach out. <laughs> We ain't hard to find, <laughs> but it's it's this is I really want people to get the mission because I can go on a huge soapbox and be super empowering and get my Eric Thomas on and be like, at what point in time do we do this better? But I yeah. just kind of want to stay level headed and be like, you know, there's resources and we've all been through it. Hip labrum tear. You've had hip and low back issues and migraine issues and mm-hmm. that's a whole different Arnold Chiari. <laughs> like there's structural and, and, and functional performance there that we can talk about. Yeah. Low back injury. Me, low back injury after a football after a football game. It's like to be able to have people around you and for us to really be able to forge this thing forward, our eyes are on you or your our eyes are on the student athlete yeah it's not on the scale and this can go a whole different direction and we might actually let's go there because you said something too and you've we've talked about this on the way here and throughout um you see this in dance uh chase does this every night when he's just trying to pack on weight and and adding stuff (laughs) but not only are do we need to lift properly we need to fuel properly 
And so we have a metabolic performance paneling that our athletes have started doing as well. We can look into that. It's all a part of the pure athlete protocol that we're building that you all are gonna start seeing. But a couple different ways this happens from the fuel side. You can speak to it with exactly what you went through, having Addison's, overcoming that. Uh, we'll see if we can put on some like before and afters and cut them into this segment yeah, here yeah, and do, do some, I mean, that my canvas, I gave you that out <laughs> on the wall compared to right now, yeah. like yeah. the importance of fueling your body. If you have a true condition mm -hmm. or just in general with the mental side of it, I have to look such a way. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't like my body or I have to, you know, be a certain weight, high or low, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I have to cut it. You have experienced yourself and, in, in, you know, even within the family, but, and, and me, myself, like I've never been very easy to put on weight. So it's like, how do we start to change the game and why is it so important to fuel our bodies better and how do we do that properly? What did you go through? Yeah, so you want me to start with my Addison story, or what do you want me to start with? <laughs> <laughs> I can go either way. So let me, I'll summarize the Addison story. It was probably my, my first big, not-so-fun doctor diagnosis. I was still um, in my residency. It was actually in New York. I get a call. Steve's all lethargic. He's not well. He doesn't look good. And I told him what to do. Basically, I said, you need to send him to the ER. Send him now. Uh, come to find out. Addison's disease is um, the, the body doesn't produce the adrenal cortex properly, so you don't produce cortisol, which cortisol can be good in, in minor amounts. Mm -hmm. Most people know that as a stress hormone, yeah. Yeah. but cortisol is also a precursor and cofactor for other things, which affects growth hormone. Um, but so Stephen has something that's called Addison's. Adrenal cortex doesn't develop, and he's lacking certain um, hormones that come from that area of the adrenal gland, which... You were small, like you, small. you were, you were small. small. And, uh, and it was like, at some, we're all kind of like, man, what's going on? And then all of a sudden fatigue energy started dropping off as well. But then we figured out what's going on. Uh, you're on hydrocortisol now, which is necessary time and place for medications. This is one of them. But then you got really fueled in passion. You let it fuel a fire instead mm -hmm. of a poor pitiful me. You right. never played the victim card, which mm -hmm. I'm super proud of you for. Yeah. But then at that point in time, you were, you were coming out of Vianney because that was junior year. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the summer. Our spring season had just ended. We were going into summer, and then I had my fall season of high school. Yeah, which was junior year? It was going Se into senior year. Going into senior year. Yeah. Uh, still goes D1, by the way, and plays soccer at SIUE. But I think at that point in time, once you figured out what it was, and kind of the shock was over, it's like, right. oh, man, what's this mean? I got these pens now if I get sick. Like, I think that was a quick trigger and then you were on a mission so now kind of go through what it took what you start to learn and 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 kind of how you are now with how you fuel your body yeah so you know I think the most important thing that a lot of you know people need to realize is you know you have to listen to yourself you have to listen to yourself most importantly like what do you think your body needs so you know as I was you know I would say like going you know from that point into college I would say the biggest thing for me was you know, figuring out the foods that didn't do me any justice, right? Mm -hmm. Cutting out those foods that, okay, why is my gut messed up, mm -hmm. right? You're not going to feel very good on the field if your gut's not healthy. Wait, you didn't eat Taco Bell when you went to nope. college? I didn't eat that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like you're going to have to make sacrifices. But the one thing I will say is from strength training to nutrition, consistency is huge. Mm -hmm. All throughout college, I was eating properly. You know, I was hydrating, you know, I always, even, I have some senior high schoolers that come in here and they're actually getting their, ready to play their first year in college this year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told them, I was like, look, 
you're gonna have two days every single day. You gotta mm -hmm. make sure your body's ready for that. It's the only way to get ready for that. Mm -hmm. You gotta feel your body. Yep. Mm -hmm. Think about how much you're gonna be burning and eat twice that. Yeah. That's yep. how it has to be. You have to do it. You gotta be able to meet this protein intake daily. Mm -hmm. You gotta be able to meet your calorie requirement or you're not gonna get any stronger and your body's gonna weaken as you keep going on, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of right where I'm at now, like I said, consistency, you know, after college, I came out of college probably around, let's just say around like 165, mm -hmm. around there. I went up to 185 just from weight training, consistency, diet. Now I'm back down to around 172. I love where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the biggest thing is I've been eating the same breakfast for about two years in a row now. Yeah. Two years in a row. hasn't changed. Every single day, I'm eating like 100 grams of protein in my breakfast every single day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, and that's the thing too, it's like, People are getting up and they're eating Pop-Tarts. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to feel? Cinnamon Toast are Crunch. You, are you going to feel fueled the rest of the day after you eat a Pop-Tart or Cinnamon Toast Crunch? You're probably going to be crashing by lunch, especially for athletes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Biggest thing I can say is space your meals out, you know, especially when you have, when you're an athlete, schedules are crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? They're crazy. You're from one thing to another, from school to this, to this, to this. Find a way to get those meals in. Yeah. Get the yeah. calories in. There's resources everywhere for you in college, in high school. You got to be able to pack, pack more food, whatever it might be. But like I said, and I'll, I'll actually touch back on the hockey player I was talking about a little bit mm -hmm. earlier too. He's 11 years old. I have him counting his calories and his protein intake right now at 11 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he is on point. Yeah. And that's why he's seeing so much, you know, progression in the gym and in daily life. Well, that, and that's what I was going to say too is because like how like, – going back to even the, the portal of entry into college sports, it's like mm – -hmm. Are they actually, do they actually take into account how many calories you're burning? Mm. Do they think about that? Like, here's your meal. Here's what the food pyramid says, and you need to eat this, and we have a cook for you and everything. But mm -hmm. I guarantee you, Cheney needs a different calorie intake than Aaron, than you, than I. And it's like, you know, what if, we're, what if you guys are on the same soccer team? You're on a female soccer team or dance team. We play both roles here. And if you look at them and like, oh, you play this position, you need to intake this. This is what your diet looks like because you're a midfielder. Or this is what your diet looks like because you dance in these genres. And you just blanket it, and it's like, well, hang on a second. What else are you doing, Aaron? Do you work out on the outside? What mm -hmm. else do you enjoy to do? Oh, wait, Aaron loves hiking and kayaking. That's more calorie expenditure. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, now the 2,600 calories that we want you to take actually needs to be 3,200 because we want you to be a little stronger here. And it's, mm -hmm. it's like, are they taking that into account? This, these are things that we are starting to put together, and we want to bring you in on, yeah. too, for the pure athlete protocol side of things because this is stuff that, one, needs to happen. Two, we are doing. I don't think there's many people with 7th and 8th graders in here that actually pay attention to what are they expending already before they show up here and what's their goal. Okay, you want to play? Get ready. Here's your, here's your calorie count. It's not like, oh, count your calories. It's intentional per person. That's what needs to be happening. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the diet look like from your end of the spectrum? Like, what did that look like when you were playing soccer? Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, I go back to preparation with all of it because not all of it. I mean, CU had some great resources for that. We had a nutritionist on staff, and mm -hmm. she was great. Um, and any questions that we had, like, she was there to answer them, See? and she was great at it. Um, now, I take this back on myself, too, because it's something I should have said earlier mm -hmm. of, like, no matter 
what happened at CU or DU, the way I prepared my body was not like you prepared your body. Yeah. I didn't go in fit to CU, fit enough. I didn't go in. I had no idea what my nutrition looks like. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about access to all of this stuff too and access to the nutrition that you need and the preparation, the weightlifting, the running, all of that, you have to get it before you go to college. Yes. You have to be prepared because maybe if I was prepared, it wouldn't have been on CU or DU to teach me how to prepare mm-hmm. my own body. It was on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I was supposed to be prepared going in and I wasn't. Right. So like that's why I got hurt. And like we talk about partnering with all these schools and yes, that'd be great, but come to us, come to somebody before you go there. Yeah. Because then you're prepared for it. Then you're prepared nutritionally. And that 11-year-old is going to know what to do. When he has two days and he's burning 4,000 calories, he's going to know what to do and how to prepare his body to perform at his highest level. But that's because he was prepared going in. Mentally, emotionally, nutritionally, physically, they're prepared. And that's something that I wish that I would have done and that we did do different with my sister that goes to Oral Roberts. She is prepared. She ran a 40 on the beep test this morning. She's awesome. absolutely kicked ass. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, but she's also done that and she's gone through it and she's had to prepare her, bo- her body nutritionally and physically. Yeah. And she's done it. But she's also going to have a hell of a year at Oral Roberts because she did that. And that's something that I can't ever say that I did before yeah. going to see you or do you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with a lot of these schools. And again, it's like, uh, I don't want people to think we're knocking schools because we're not, because a lot of these, like you said, the nutritionists, the ATs, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, they honestly, if there's anything I can put on the schools, it's up here needs to staff more of those people who are great at what they do. Because right. this nutritionist, it's like, how many athletes does she have to deal with? She did the entire athletic department and she may have had an intern or two, but she the was. The entire athletic department at CU or DU you know, CU Boulder or DU. It's like, hang on a second. How many athletes are there? Thousand? Twelve hundred? I have no idea, but it was a lot. Probably. Like twelve, maybe thousand to fifteen hundred. I, I, I yeah. would probably say in the athletic department, and there's one, maybe two of these. So, the point being is, okay, if 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 you need help, like if we can help the student athletes, it's only going to help them. If we can help the student athletes see what it takes, if we can be a resource for them to. This is how you count your calories. And they can go into a school, D1, D2, D3, wherever, or they go they into a program. No matter where you go. Yeah. yeah. You need preparation. Yeah. And they're going to be able to go into their coaches, their trainers, or whoever, and say, hey, I just want to let you know. I think it's important you know that even outside of this, I do this, this, and this, so my calorie intake might need to be higher. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if they come and divulge that early? Or, hey, my body doesn't respond well to these kinds of proteins, so I, I do supplement or I do get them from here. You know, and, but in that way, you know, some of these guys, it takes a lot of pressure. It's like, how big of a breath of fresh air would it have been for them if Cheney's like, hey, here's my boom, 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 boom. I hope that if that helps you, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. And it's like, oh, yeah. man, this girl freaking just made my life so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how much better is that whole experience at the school for the school? And then everybody wants to go to the school now because it's like, holy cow, they do a great job in there. And, they know, you know, it's like this is how you start to change the game. Yeah. And I'd say, like, even – you know, in the strength and conditioning realm of it, like all of my trainers at CUND were great. Like they did the personalized programs and like everything that you were doing in here, like they did a lot of that. They paid attention to the details and they did, you know. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like if you're going into a good program, you're most likely going into a good program. Right. Yeah. And that's something that you kind of have to decipher before you commit to going there. Um, but my whole goal for all of this is to prepare athletes before they even get there. Yeah. And I will continue to say that through yeah. and through because whether they 
tell you to do this, this, and this, if your body is prepared going into it, you're most likely not going to get hurt and you're going to have a great career. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why, like, you know, our kind of motto here is prepare, perform, recover. You know, if you're prepared going into your performance, you're going to recover so much easier. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you, yeah, if you prepare, you're going to perform guaranteed at a higher level. Is there, are you going to have a bad day? Yes. But your bad day is going to be a whole lot less bad of a day. (laughs) You know, you're going to perform better and you're going to recover better. And I love that. And even off that too, you know, Look, injuries happen no matter what. They yeah. do. That's first and foremost, let's say we're not, you know, saying 110% you're not, never going to get injured. Thank you. They Thank happen, you. <laughs> they, happen, they happen. They happen. It's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. However, if our body is strong, yep. if our joints are good, if we're prepared, if mm-hmm. our bodies are prepared, Nutritionally once that well. injury happens, you're bouncing back. Yep. Right. You're bouncing back quicker. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I love those three words you use because no matter what, and even in these young kids, you have to, I mean, you can switch the the perspective a little bit and you have to prepare their foundation to even be able to perform, not perform like do well at the game. Like you just need to be able to do something correctly before you even play the game, before Mm -hmm. you even lift the weight. Like we have to prepare you. Otherwise your recovery can look two different ways. Yeah. It can be very easy or it can be very, very hard yeah. and detrimental yeah. to a career. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, sometimes you have to take all of this into your own hands as well. Like, you're not just going to be handed all of it. Right. Like, not just preparing your body, but like your recovery piece as well of how important that is. Yeah. I mean, Cardi ran the beep test this morning and then she went to Hot Works after. And she was doing yoga and she was preparing her body for the next day. So, I mean, the recovery piece of it is huge, too, knowing that, like, sometimes, like, no matter the resources you have at your school or at your high school, like, sometimes you have to take it in your own hands and spend a little bit of money to get the value out of what you're doing for recovery as well. Yeah, the, uh, the, and the, we talk about the three things is, as the pure athlete really starts to roll and take off now, um, mental, physical, and relationships is the, the three things that we really focus on with the pure athlete coming out. And it's and, and like you said, it's like at some point in time, and, I, and I'm going to get on a quick soapbox here, these student athletes, they do need to take it into their own hands a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do not think you know it all. No. Ask all the right questions. What I mean by take it into your own hands is it's, it's not going to be handed to you, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't. The more that this goes on, and as of recently, there's a weird generation here, not, not generation of people, but a weird generation of athletes where they're very misconstrued by what's going on in the media and how things are happening, the NILs and stuff. And it's like, oh, man, I'm going to puff out my chest. I got them NIL deals coming, and I got this and this, and everybody knows who I am. It's like, as soon as you think like that, one, personally, it's like, come on, man, like, you're, you're better than that. But two, anything can happen that fast. Mm-hmm. If you don't take it into your own hands, it's not, it's not your school's problem you got hurt. It's that you could have been doing above and beyond. If you want to be that level athlete, you have to take it into your own hands and just act like it's nothing's given to you. Yeah, right. Like you might have some perks. You might be that blue chip athlete, and that's great, but respect it, honor it, and take these things into your own hands and work harder, work better, work smarter, ask the questions, take it into your own hands and really lay a foundation because here's the thing, somebody is watching. 
Always. There's always a scout watching, and that's what you athletes want to hear. There's always an opportunity. There's a scout watching. The Chiefs are watching. Tampa Bay's watching. You know, the Blues are watching. Like, you're, there's always somebody watching. Mm -hmm. Even if that's a little kid. Bingo. Yeah. I was just going to say it. The most important thing is you're out there acting a fool or you're out there setting the example that you can jog around and practice and coaches kids on the sideline watching you and you're, he's looking up to you. Yeah. You know, or you, you, know, you, you have the blessing to go have a jersey um, in your name as a professional athlete. And it's like people, these kids look up to you. Set the example. Mimic. They mimic everything that you do. Yep. And it's like, so how do you want to be remembered as an athlete too? So again, mental, physical relationships. And it's like, so it all starts with you and the resources that we're bringing to just tie it all back. And, you know, so, and this is why we we're doing a dinner. This is why Tuesday, uh, this is going to come out. It'll be, it'll be basically a week. This will drop Monday. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be Tuesday, August 8th at 6.30. We're all going to be there. Amanda, your fiance is going to be there. She's uh, in school to be a doctor of physical therapy. And so just also another a soccer player, also <laughs> a soccer player. Uh, again, we just don't have that. Anybody that's in our circle is an elite level athlete. And so we're doing a dinner to talk through some of these things, yeah. to provoke questions from an elite level trainer, from an athletic trainer, from uh, a D1 from D1 athletes, uh, from a doctor's perspective to be able to take better care of our student athletes. Yeah. That's the mm -hmm. first one of this. We're going to start calling them huddles. So I'm just going to put that out there now. <laughs> this is a huddle. I don't care what sport you play, what artistic sport you're in. I don't care. Um, it's going to be a huddle. You're going to see that from here on out. Mm -hmm. It's going to have, you know, the, the subdomain of the pure athlete, because at the end of the day, like these, these kids, these athletes, we're all, we have, we're all pure human Mm -hmm. And if we can bring that out, that's part of the intentionality of the pure athlete. And I think everybody wants the natural way, wants the right way, wants the best resources, wants the clean mm -hmm. stuff, wants. And so that's how the pure athlete was kind of founded in my head and where that name came from. And now to start to be able to collaborate with people as this rolls out. So there's going to be a subdomain of the pure athlete. And it's all about bringing people like this in the room mm -hmm. to give you resources. Right now, we are literally sitting in, in South County. What is Melville? Yeah, Where are we Oakville, at? Melville Oak, Oakville, yeah. Melville area right here um, in Stevens facility. Uh, we, Vital Performance, our practice is in Cottleville in central St. Charles County. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, we already have opportunities to potentially go to North Carolina and start to intro this. Like this is, we are literally out here to be a resource. We're not here to sell mm -hmm. you. We're here, you, we're here to serve you. So no matter where you want to put your time, money, and resources, we would love to be a part of the conversation. We would love to show you the value that we're going to bring. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be very, very surprised. It's going to be a breath of fresh air because they want the pure stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then the intentionality on the back end of the, the young athletes mentally and relationally that we're going to raise through it. Not we're going to raise, but that we might have a little part of that their the parents community. are going to be, the community are going to mm -hmm. be like, we're so grateful for the community because he's a well-rounded young man. He knows what he's doing. He takes his health into his own hands. He knows his resources. That's really what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's just been such good feedback even from our end yeah. on the Ultimate Sports Physical. I mean, what, I mean even this week alone, mm -hmm. soccer players that, and, and these kids that are getting it mm -hmm. and that they're asking more questions about their diet and what we're telling them. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
acute injuries that we've had come in. Mm -hmm. And it's like from, I mean, you've been with us since really April. Yeah, March, April. Late late April, really. And (laughs) it's like the impact that you're starting to see. I mean, I, I I don't know if there's anything that's really comparable. I mean, we're grateful to have all of these people. And mm-hmm. Aaron is like my, my clinical right hand. It's so nice to have somebody to geek out with and be <laughs> able to go through these analysis with and build these programs for and to be able to run it on people like Cheney, on her husband Chase, Stephen, Amanda, and as we've kind of baited the the protocol i keep alluding to the ultimate sports physical because that's really a keystone Mm -hmm. of the protocol like that's not the protocol that's just a keystone to it because we're getting into the diet nutrition and literally formulating that for you the whole idea is this is going to be a done for you plan community and resource of where you can lift where you can get adjusted where you can recover where you can uh, rehab an injury where you can you know get soft wave where you can do blood work that actually freaking matters and you don't just get like there's we're building literally a protocol that I think a lot of parents is yeah well and it's with. a good starting point too because say something does happen like you were saying like you're still going to get injured like they, you cannot 100% prevent things mm-hmm. it's a baseline then how you can say like okay I'm working towards this if this is my 100% like perfect you're working towards that so then okay I think I'm ready to come back okay well then let's test you because mm-hmm. then you're not going back like thinking in your brain like am I ready am I ready yes you are because here's literally a number that tells me Mm -hmm. and tells you that you're good and like you're not having that second thought of like am I okay because that's gonna you're gonna get more injured when you're more doubtful of yourself Mm -hmm. so and we had it last fall where it's like and we can flip that like we did in the conversation we had yesterday with another AT is we can flip that too and it's like you know, you take a senior who's got four weeks left in their season. He's told he's out six to eight weeks or she's out six to eight weeks. And it's like, and we do the baseline and we have the data mm-hmm. and clinically we know what's going on. And it's like, she can come back. Yep. Like clinically, doctor wise, AT wise, she can go back. Data wise, this is signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. It's like, well, protocol says six to eight weeks. You're going to ruin a student athlete's mental yep. and, and physical, physical being, mental being because you're not looking at them as a person. You're yeah. looking at them as a statistic. Yeah. You're not taking in the data. So these are all resources that we're going to be able to give. That's why we're doing SCATs. Mm-hmm. So we're doing concussion protocols foundationally. Well, they've never had a concussion. Why do they need to do this? Because it happens. Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. You're an athlete. Right. Car accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so we're now, like you said, we're going to be able to do the foundational and, yeah. and really be able to give data. So that's super, super good. The other thing I'm going to let Steve mention, too, is there was some exciting news here at Bebas Sports Performance that was finalized over the last week or so. Yeah. So, yeah, we are going to have a Sharks night on Thursday, August 10th, um, from 5 to 8 p.m. here at BSP. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially what we're, you know, opening it up to all the Merrimack Sharks Hockey Club is the ability to come in, see the facility, you know, and explore all these different resources that, you know, they're not just coming here, like we've talked about this entire time, mm-hmm. for strength and conditioning. That's not the whole mm-hmm. reason you're coming here. It's coming here, and you're receiving so many different resources mm-hmm. through you guys, through, you know, supplements, through various different businesses that are only going to help them start at a young age and realize, oh, okay, let's start them now. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they'll just keep climbing and climbing and climbing. Because like I said, hockey, we know hockey is a tough sport. Yeah. Right? It's a crazy sport. I'm a hockey nut. 
I love <laughs> hockey so much. I really do. You know, I would almost say I love it just about as much as soccer now, <laughs> uh, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's crazy to me. But no, we're we're extremely thrilled with the relationship that we're building with the Merrimack Sharks Hockey Club. Um, they're like I said, they have an, an, a huge following. They have, you know, probably close to 650 players, wow. and you know, from ages, I think they start at about 6U all the way up to about 18U. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're really excited to get them in, get them training this September, and really see their development mm-hmm. start to, you know, take go on to a whole other level. Because if you look around, there's there's not many clubs around yeah. here that have access to what yeah. they're about to get. That's what I was just right. about to say. So, you, are you partnered with the club as a whole? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how cool is that that they yeah, so cool. took the opportunity for their athletes right. to have re- the resource of you? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and if there were more clubs that did that, I mean, how many soccer clubs around here that need to take the same opportunity? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's so many. Like, whenever I decided I wanted to dance in college, I had to teach myself how to work out. Because right. I was like, oh, what do you mean? I just can't just, like, go to dance every night for six hours, and that's just going to make me win nationals mm-hmm. one day? Right. Like, I had yep. no idea what I was getting myself into. Exactly. And that's how every single dancer in like who wants to dance in colleges. They go to tryouts and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> That's just like how it is. And we get assigned summer workouts and we're like, wait, what do you mean? I thought I was on a dance team. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just how it goes. Right. So Absolutely. like so many people need to take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on yeah, that deal. So cool. that's Kudos so cool. to you for building the value. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them for seeing the value and taking the next steps. Um, and, you know, continue to let us know how we can be a resource for you uh, or, you know, if they want to if they want to continue the conversation with us as well. Like that's it's just so part of the mission, like you said, building that community. Right. We've got everything within. It's like we're on our it's kind of like we're on our own little island and it's mm-hmm. badass, yeah. <laughs> but it is going to grow. Eventually, right. it's going to connect to the rest of the country and it's going to be cool to see everybody be a part of something bigger with a lot of these resources. Yeah, uh, so Tuesday, we'll have everybody at Vital Performance in Cottleville, uh, 6.30, yep. Tuesday, August 8th. And we're going to go through, we're going to provide food, we're going to have dinner. These guys will be there. We'll run through uh, some Q&A. We'll run through some resources, some statistics, give you a lot of insight to what you don't know or what you've had questions about. And really, like I said, provoke more questions Mm -hmm. from parents and athletes more than welcome we'll have the link available so we can rsvp uh really our goal was 30 i think we're almost there now i just got a text earlier that there's at least 10 coming from uh how or uh, from the Howl now we've got you know from all over we've already got so we we can go over 30 uh, I'm not sure how many over 30, but we're already about there. So make sure you RSVP. Uh, let us know that you're going to be there. And like us on, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, follow Steve and, and Beavis Sports Performance on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. And just continue to connect and share stuff out. At the end of the day, a whole nother mission on the other side of this is you're literally staring at hometown small businesses, doing good things, doing good work, and providing for uh, our community as a whole. So share this stuff out. Like it's going to connect with a lot of you. Share this stuff out. Help small town businesses just continue to do good work and serve more people. Uh, more to come on this. It's only growing. Uh, we're excited to be a part of it. We're excited to have y'all a part of it. Uh, have a great, great rest of your week. See ya. <laughs>